Tom and Mike. Young Thomas. How young am I? Let me check that license. Oh, I am young. By your voice, I'd say you're in your upper 30s. Am I right, sir? At least between the ears. There you go. It's all in that, isn't it? It's right there. It's in the head there. In, in your heart, in your head, and in your pants, my friend. <laughs> what? Now, look. <laughs> you know, sometimes I go through all this internet and papers and stuff to get you stories and surveys and whatever, and sometimes there's just a story that just tugs at your heart, and this is one of them. A heart tugger. Picture yourself working on an oil rig, 135 miles off the coast of Thailand, in the middle of the ocean. You look out, and you can't believe what you're seeing. You're seeing a little dog, well, not little, he's not big, he's like a mutt, swimming to the platform. He grabs onto one of the pilings, that, you know, the foundation of the oil rig, and holds on. He's shivering, he looks hungry, scared. This is an amazing story. 135 miles off the coast, now, I'm guessing... Either he fell off a boat or someone threw him. What do you think? I don't know, but the cockles of my heart have been officially warmed. Well, let me tell you something. It moved us so much. I told this to my wife when I heard about the story and showed her pictures. And, you know, it's been a year and a half since my dog died, and we both said we're not getting another dog. It's too much. Now pain. you're having second thoughts. Well, no, I, not second thoughts about any dog. We would adopt this dog in a heartbeat. Really? Oh, you got to go and look at this thing on Google. Okay. Machine. Did they figure out where the no, dog came from? Nothing? Not at all. They've named him Survivor in Taiwanese or Thailand, whatever. What's well, Thai? I guess it's Thai language. It's a name I can't pronounce, but it's Survivor. But it's all not fun and games because one of the guys looked at the rest of the crew and said, hmm, he's been marinated in salt water. We're not having fish again tonight, <laughs> fellas. No. Uh, it's terrible because they were Taiwanese. And- yeah. We know that their culture is a little bit different. I'm just curious. When that dog was swimming up to the boat. No, it wasn't a boat. It was an oil rig. When it was swimming and they lassoed it and got it in. Right. You mean to tell me it was out there in the middle of the ocean swimming all around with no life jacket? (laughs) He was probably chasing a catfish. That's probably how he got out there. A catfish. That's a good one. Salty dog. Salty dog. Salty dog. That's the pretzel I love. But, But Oh, gosh, I would love to have that dog. I, I mean, what it just shows you the desire to live. And you thought Tiger Woods had some kind of great comeback, right? Yeah, that's right. That's a good point. This is a better comeback. It is. The amazing will to survive by a little dog. I'm surprised he wasn't eaten by little sharkies or something. And little sharkies. Yeah. Yeah. Isn't that a great story? Yeah. I, I hope I, it's a great story. They took him to a shelter in Thailand. And I hope he doesn't you know, end up in a walk tomorrow. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah, right. Because that country is a little bit backwards. But it, although we can't judge other cultures because, you know, we eat cattle and we eat rabbit and lamb and sheep. Okay, all right. No uh, <laughs> what, are you going to enjoy your big lamb? I might become food? a vegan just listening to you. Uh, you know, that's something we haven't talked about. You know, when Tiger Woods made that incredible comeback in Augusta at the Masters a while back. Right. A lot of people said, including Stefan Curry, right. that it was the greatest comeback ever in the history of sports. Do you believe that? Uh, I'd have to think, but I, I don't know. The irony about his particular statement is that, you know, I'm a Cleveland Cavaliers fan. Right. And do you remember 2016? Yeah, they were up 3-1. That's right. That is officially the greatest comeback in the history of sports. That right there. Right. Not Tiger Woods. Although we do applaud the man of Tiger. 
As much as I appreciate what he did, I don't think it deserves the highest medal in the land. Did you hear what? Yeah, no, I don't either. But in a lot of ways, uh, well, I don't want to go. There. All right, all right. Tom and Mike. They did a study in Australia, and they found out a man's face can tell you whether they're a cheater or not. Men with masculine features, you lucked out on that one. Men with masculine features are more likely to pursue a no-strings-attached sex and have multiple partners, but females don't give away any signs of fidelity. Here's how they did the test. They had 100 pictures of, of different men, and they sat them down in front of a group of people. And the men had already told their history to the researchers, so they know, you know that they fooled around and they were infidel, you know, they cheated on their wives, blah, blah, blah. And you know that the study found that 80% of the people could pick out the ones that did the cheating? I'd just be looking for the guy who looks really happy. <laughs> oh. But doesn't being a male already give you a, a masculine feature already? Yeah, I suppose. And what if you have a baby face? I'm asking for a friend. Yeah, I know. You're Mr. Babyface, aren't you? <laughs> you were in that movie Baby Driver with with Kevin Spacey, right? You were the baby driver guy, right, with the baby face. And not to change the subject, but did Kevin Spacey ever, you know, go for that kid? I'm thinking. I'm just asking. Maybe when the cameras were stopped rolling. Cut. <laughs> really? Something tells me they're never going to be in another movie together, ever. Anyway, no. so how do we know he's cheating? Well, I don't know, but is it cheating if you're not caught? Yes. And you're just asking for a friend. Right? Yeah, I'm asking for a friend. 22% of men admit they've cheated in their past, and... Only 11% of women said that. Affairs most likely occur two years into a marriage. How about that? <laughs> yeah, I think if you can go long, and you know I mean that in all the qualifying ways, then there's a good chance uh, she might stick around. Now, you reach a certain point where you look at that person and you say, this is my partner in life, and I would do nothing to ever hurt her. And, you know, I don't know. That's just the way I feel. Not even a visit to... Robert Kraft's massage therapist? <laughs> Would that be considered cheating? Uh, I think not. But I think, ladies, here's <laughs> what we, <laughs> I guess it is uh, man. Uh, here's, here's how you know, ladies. If you're <laughs> but you wanted to throw the book at him. Well, I'm a little bit up and down on that You're subject. a little bit uh, up and down. <laughs> Depends on how many glasses of wine That's you've right. had. This is for you, ladies. If you want to know how your man is cheating, here's what you do. You snatch his phone. You run and lock yourself in the bathroom. If he tries to kick the door down, you ain't the only one, baby. That's right. Right? That's right. That's right. That's right. Oh, man. If you cheat on a good woman, you'll end up with a woman you deserve. That's what I say. Karma's a bitch, pal. A biatch. There it is. I'm afraid of my friend Karma. And, you know, part of that karma is those trimming shears my wife keeps by the bedside. <laughs> and we already found out you don't sleep in the with clothes on, so that's an easy no, cut. Oh, that's a little a little snip snip. Oh, mm. maybe. No guy likes to be debobbited. <laughs> Did they attach that thing? I guess they found it on the side of the road and packed it in some ice and <laughs> I could see an old couple riding down the road look out the window. What do you think that is, honey? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Anyway, it actually happened. Tom and Mike so people are out there on the single scene. They're trying to get dates. and They have that first date. And the leading matchmaker has now revealed the seven biggest mistakes all men and women make on that first date. You ready? Wait, aren't you going to ask me if I can guess? Because I like playing that game. Okay. Can you guess what some of the, these things are that uh, people make mistakes on the first date? Okay, you're grading me? 
Well, not grading, just see how no, you... No, no, come on, grade me. I, it's a competition. Well, I like it. It's that. not fair because you haven't been in the dating scene in a few cases. I know, so. but maybe I know these things. Okay, go ahead. Okay, you ready? Yep. Picking of the nostrils, <laughs> a.k.a. digging for gold. What do that, you think? That wasn't on there, but it should be. Yeah, it should be. Okay, how about this? Passing of the gas. That wasn't on there either, but it should be. Oh, come on. What well, kind of just, list is this? They're obvious ones. Wait, okay, how about this one? This, this might work. How about... It's your first dinner together, and you're making her pay. No. Am I striking out? Hold on. Don't give up on me. Walking in front of her? No. Come on. I'm, I'm not going to. I'm not going to. Come on. Come on. Just humor me here for a no, second. Well, you're over four. Okay. Not opening doors? Nope. That's not on there. Wait. I got it. This has got to be on there. All right. Looking at your cell phone during one night stand sex. <laughs> well, number three is taking a call from someone. Okay, so I sort of got that one. Right? Yeah, you sort of got that one. All right, all right. I'm losing here. So right, here we go. Give me your list. Dress inappropriately. That makes sense, doesn't it? You don't want to show up on a date in a T-shirt and cutoffs. I'll tell you what's a real turnoff for me with guys. If I was a girl was that? and it was my first date with the guy, and I'm not gay, not that it matters, but this is such a turnoff to me, and I'm not gay. And by the way, anybody that tells you that over and over again, they're gay. You, yeah, definitely. So if I say it the third time, that means I am. Right. Anyway, guys that wear no socks. With what, loafers? Yeah. Well, that's probably a little bit. You probably do that, don't I you? I don't wear loafers, but I do wear no socks with uh, sneakers and stuff. Oh, that's so. disgusting. <laughs> I bet your shoes really stink. I have those air things. What do you call them? The air fresheners. I just spray them in there, baby. <laughs> Dress inappropriately. Ask her about her dating history. Take a call from someone. Insult people or talk badly about somebody else. Pressure her to drink. Mention previous girlfriends you had. And avoid talking too much about yourselves. And for ladies also, shower and brush your teeth and don't wear panties. He'll ask you out again. Mm. You know that, don't you? Yeah, that was that was really sexist. You know? <laughs> now, these days, if a man doesn't kill a woman on that first date and stuff her body in a suitcase, things are off to a good start, wouldn't you say? Mm. <laughs> Thank you, Mr. Khashoggi. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> talking... <laughs> You amuse yourself. No, you, you said something funny. Now, look, if you, have a if you have a $35 steak and a few drinks and the woman has an $8 salad and water and he demands to split the bill, that's a no second dater. I said making her pay, right? Right, right. That was on the list. Right. That was on your joke list, right? No. Okay. And if you're a woman, you never, ever on a first date want to mention that you're pregnant. Yeah, yeah, not good. That's a bad one. That's a bad one. Yep. And if she seems to be showing, definitely not a good idea to ask her if she's pregnant. Right. Or she just had a big pasta dinner and... Uh, You're right. Doesn't, she's doesn't, got that little, you know, sort of bloat bulge going. It doesn't mean that she's on her third trimester. Tom and Mike. Now, look, we like to think that over here in the U.S. of A., we have all the strange, wacky people. But over there in Great Britain, I've been finding out that there's a lot of strange things going over there. Like right now, cops are on the hunt for a middle-aged woman in some little town 100 miles west of London who's wearing a devil mask and a long black wig and pouring acid over cars and shoving porn through their mailboxes. That sounds like your ex. <laughs> and half the men in England heard this and said, I'm single, call me. Other half heard this and said, Mom? 
<laughs> the gel-like acid stripped its paint back to the bare metal, melting the plastic wipers and headlamps. That's some pretty strong acid right there. Mm. Is shoving porn through a letterbox a euphemism for something? Are you asking for a friend? Yes. <laughs> but what's going on in that head? Maybe she just wants to be a real life, no metaphor intended, she-devil. Tom and Mike. Fire the fun part. You haven't been doing this very well lately, but I've given you a couple laughs. These last two things we're going to talk about. First I thought all, I did quite well, actually. You're talking about our next installment of What Q? It's time for Fake News, Not Fake News. A low-ranking German official has demanded an apology after Trump claims his father was born there. True or false? False. That is false. Look at you. See, here's the thing. <laughs> if you give a man... A chance a, to think. And a gallon of truth, and you mix in a spoonful of poison, it'll kill you every time. That's why I knew it was false. How much money did I win? A nutritional health fad, bathing in crude oil promotes a healthier a health treatment. It's kind of a health treatment today. Bathing in crude oil, true or false? Bathing in crude oil. I'm going to say definitely not. It is true. No, it can't, can't be true because it's poisonous. I don't know. Google it. Yeah, I think you're confused. No, no, it's true. No, because it's poison. That's like bathing in gasoline, man. Well, the only advice is not to smoke while you're doing it. (laughs) That's not true. Dare call me a liar. I want you to You got that off the onion. Go ahead. I got some off the onion, but this wasn't one. Okay. All right, here we go. Because of the way the millennials are going toward Democrats, Republicans are real nervous that they're going to vote this next election. And now a Republican lawmaker wants to raise the voting age to 55. False. That is false. Yeah, that's just so ridiculous. Okay, you've got that was That was from The Onion, for sure. <laughs> yes. They want to give now a Nobel Prize for people who pick up their friends at the airport. No. <laughs> See, I'm telling you, I'm trying to help you here. That's false, right? All right, all right, here we go. That is false. Here we go. A pizza delivery guy in the U.S. illegally seized after he delivered a pizza to an Army base and now faces deportation. True. Correct again. Doing pretty good today, huh? You are. Well, I told you. I'm that oil thing, I'm telling you, I got that right. You just won't give it to me. <laughs> Trump is the first president since 1941 not to have a science advisor. True. Correct again. Oh, my Lord. He doesn't believe in science. Come on. That was definitely a lab. All right. We have a new supercomputer. It's the world's fastest. And it can make, remember we talked about what a trillion is? Right. This can make 200 quadrillion, I don't even know what the hell quadrillion, 200 quadrillion calculations per second. Is that true or false? True. Whew, you are kicking ass, buddy. All right. And taking names. Now, I don't know if you're a fan or not, but the Game of Thrones trailer provides a sneak peek at Cho's climactic all-cast dance number. False. That is false. A woman's body was so hot, to, it could fry an egg on her after she drank a beer. She was having some kind of allergic reaction. No. That is true, my buddy. No. Yes. Her body temperature was 250 degrees? Well, it was so hot. I don't know if they were making fun with just, she was scratching herself at night to cause blood. You have to read this story. Just Google it. You'll see. Mm. Don't believe everything you read on the internet. That's why that was fake news. And so was that oil story. I don't care what you tell me. (laughs) I wouldn't lie to you. You're doing good today, though. You only lost, I think, two. Here you go. Last one. A one-legged drug dealer is on the run after trying to import $8 million worth of speed. True or false? True. That is correct. Let's play this game more often. Fake news, not fake news. Tom and Mike. 
No one loves the movies more than Thomas Kent, right? right? Okay. I'm going to read you 10 quotes from famous movies, and you're going to tell me what movie is that from. And I made it easy for you. Most of the movies, I mean, all the movies are iconic, but I didn't go back too far because I know your brain gets a little slow after the 50s or 60s, before the 50s or 60s. So I'm going to do the easy ones. All right, you ready? Okay. I'm walking here. I'm walking here. Midnight Cowboy. <laughs> yes, you pulled that one out the last second. I'll give it to you. Okay, thank you. All right. I'll have what she's having. Oh, that was, um, that's Meg Ryan. Yep. And Tom Hanks. Nope. And Tom and, and Meg Ryan. That's Meg Ryan. Yep. Uh, you've got mail? No, we're having, when Harry met Sally. We, oh, when Harry met Sally. Jeez. Oh, my gosh. I'm an <laughs> idiot. All right, now this is an old That one, was so it, easy. It, yes, it was. Should be ashamed of yourself. Smack I am, yourself. I am so ashamed. Now, this is an little older one, but you should get it because it's an iconic movie. Today, I consider myself the luckiest man on the face of the earth. That was the Lou Gehrig. Uh, Correct. Lou Gehrig story. It was called Pride of the Yankees, but I'll give Pride, it to you. Pride of the Yankees, right. Yep. All right, here's one. This is also an older one, but a classic. What we've got here is a failure to communicate. Oh, that was Cool Hand Luke. There you go. I think my little Southern impression did it for you, right? Definitely. <laughs> Here's another one. They call me Mr. Tibbs. I uh, guess who's coming to dinner? No. Close. Yeah, Sidney Poitier. It's the heat of the night. Okay. All right. All right, now, come on. Even you're going to get this one. It's real old, but you're going to get it. There's no place like home. Of course, the Wizard of Oz. Come <laughs> there on, you, go. you know that's the easiest one ever. All right, all right. Talk about your layout. All right, here's one. You can't handle the truth. That would be a few good men. There you go. And the great Jack Nicholson and a very young Tom Cruise. There you go. All right, number eight. Uh, I'm not going to do an impression because you'll get it, but I'll, I'll be back. Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yep. But what movie? And uh, Terminator. There you go. Number nine. This is the one I thought you wouldn't get, even though it's a really iconic movie. Keep your friends close, but your enemies closer. It's uh, Godfather. Right? There you go. Look at you. And you're going to get this. And you're going to end up like nine out of ten. The final one, here's Johnny. That's The Shining. There you go, buddy. And ding, the ding, great ding, ding, Jack ding, ding, Nicholson, ding. who is extremely disappointed in LeBron James. <laughs> Have you seen Jack lately? Boy, he's put on a little poundage. Yeah, he's getting quite up there. A little long of tooth. There you go. Well, you did good, buddy. Give yourself a pat, a nice pat on the back. And what does he win, Tommy? <laughs> I win $1 million. You win a weekend in North Carolina. Hey! Hey, that's where I'm going. Are you taking the bullet down there? I'm taking the bullet. Is the lovely Karen going with you? No. Oh, another singles thing. I'm batching it. All right, buddy. You love it when you batch. <laughs> no, I don't. Tom and Mike.